0: Hey friends, your pal Mike Shea from Sly Flourish, here with another episode of Sly Flourish's Lazy DM Prep. Today, we are going to be doing preparation for a campaign in Blades in the Dark. Blades in the Dark is an independent role-playing game built around heists and capers in a dark fantasy city called Vole. My players just finished our Rime of the Frostmaiden D&D campaign. And as a group, we decided we wanted to try some other RPGs. And this one has been high on my list for a while. I've heard a lot about it. I've heard lots of good things about it. Lots of people have ideas from Blades in the Dark that they've been bringing into their D&D games. And I wanted to actually try it out. Today, we are going to prepare for my first, probably it's a session zero. Maybe it's a session 0.5 of Blades in the Dark. Blades in the Dark... So it is a, it is a pretty thick book. It's like a 300 page book. And it just says when it, when it describes the book, it says, you're going to want to read this book through before you run it. And I was like, are you serious? Like, I don't have that kind of time, but I did read a lot of it. I I poured over it over the past couple of weeks. I've been kind of pouring over this book to get ready to run it. And I, you know, do I feel like I'm ready? No, I don't. I don't feel like I'm ready at all. Am I diving in anyway? Yeah, we're going to, we're going to go give it a shot. And uh, so, yeah, and so in the prep session today, it's going to be different than normal days. We're going to be talking mostly about how I'm going to bring this game to the players and get us get us started with things. So, Blades in the Dark has a pretty good, if I recall, section. I have to find it here where they tell you how to how to you know how to play the game you know, first, like how to, how to first get started. I've got to find it in here. Where is it? Starting the game. Right. So this, this session, this section of the book, I think is a, is a, is a good way to go, right? First session of the game group chooses a crew type. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to jump to my, my notion notebook here. So in my notion notebook, I, I created a new campaign. I created it using the notion campaign builder, but I, but I feel I'm pretty sure that I am going to be changing a lot of this campaign design around how Blades operates because it's it's a very different kind of game than D&D is. I've heard a lot of like, oh, a lot of the things from your from Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master can work and that sounds great and I'd like to try that, but I'm also recognize it is a very different kind of game, so we're going to see. But I do know that I'm going to still be running the equivalent of a session zero and I want to create it. So I'm not going to be doing like the elevator pitch and the six truths. I don't think we're going to we're going to we're going to set those aside for now. And in the session 0, the first thing I want to do is like the the yeah, you know, I'm going to create a checklist. Right? And I'm going to take this stuff from here and, you know, choose a crew, create scoundrels and then embark on the first score, right? So, choose a crew, choose a scoundrel, Embark on a, what do they call it? Not a heist or a caper. They call it a score, right? Okay, so that that sounds pretty straightforward. To prepare, read through the character and crew creation again. You'll take the lead on the process, walking everyone through the steps and answering their questions as you go. The creation phase is very important. It impacts all the future sessions you're about to play. So take your time and create a cast of characters that everyone is curious curious about, right? So let's take it, skim through the factions of Duskfall, yes. Pick three or four that are especially interested in. There's also a, a pre-built one in here, and I might, I might go with the pre-built one. We'll, we'll find out. Skim through the factions. Pick three or four that interest you. During crew creation, the players will ask you about some factions connected to their crew, so it's good to have a few in mind already. If you're using the War on Crows' Foot starting situation on page 204, you'll probably want to use the Crows, the Lampbacks, and the Red Sashes as your, connection, as your connected factions to start. Probably that's smart. Right and one thing one thing that's both kind of interesting and fun about this is I feel like I'm going to be playing D&D when I didn't know anything about D&D, right? I haven't really watched I've watched a couple of videos about Blades, but I didn't watch any people playing Blades. And I haven't run it myself or or played in it myself, which is kind of fun and scary. It's sort of like you picked up the starter set for D&D and you're on your own and you're figuring out how to play it. And I think that that's, you know, that is pushing me out of my comfort zone. Definitely. I am worried that I'm going to have some like D&D tracks in my head that are going to be hard to pop out of, like do a perception check. Oh, what is that? Right. But we're going to follow, we're going to follow that. So, you know, we're going to start with like choosing a crew. So let's look at the crew, at the crew section, because essentially you not only have a character for yourself, you have a character for your group, right? The crew, right? Characters are scoundrels. Cutters, hounds, leeches, lurks, slides, spiders, and whispers are the types of characters. The crew, in addition to counter, you also create the crew by choosing which type of criminal enterprise you're interested in exploring. The crew gets its own character sheet, just like the characters. Assassins, occult, bravos, hawkers, smugglers, or shadows, right? So we're going to start off by picking one of these groups, right? Assassins, cult, bravos. So let's see. Choose a crew. I want them to play cults shocker hawkers smugglers and shadows it seems to me like some of these are more interesting than the others like assassin sounds interesting bravos not so bad cult hawkers and smugglers doesn't sound particularly interesting to me Shadows sounds interesting so i'm curious i'm curious what they will what they will choose and then they pick then they pick their characters right and you know cutters are intimidating fighters hounds are deadly sharpshooters and trackers Leechers are tinkers alchemists and saboteurs lurks are stealthy infiltrators slides are manipulators and spies spiders are devious masterminds and whispers are arcane adepts so that's so that's pretty cool right those are those are those are all fun groups and players can pick if you know nobody you 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 know you don't need just one of these you can have multiple so that all looks cool. Then I, I think one thing that we probably need to do is, you know, a brief description of Duskfall and the world of Blades, right? And there's some text. I think it's right in the beginning. When I was doing a preview of this, you know, I like it. You know, this this the, the game takes place in the called, you know, this this you know, this setting section is awesome right and we're gonna you know what we're gonna do we're just gonna snapshot that right in here so i created a new page right and i can say duskwall. wall i probably should have made this i think there's a move to oh first of all let's create a new we're going to rename the campaign database and i call it shadow whoops call it the blades database then we go in here and we got duskfall and we say move move to blades database All right and now suddenly we have tags and we're going to do a location tag right so i've got now i've got a new blades database i've got a new thing in blades so i can link to that and now i don't need that in my now i've got it linked there cool so we want to describe you know we're going to be this is really like okay, session zero. We're running a brand new game. What's it going to be like? Well, I'm going to sit down and I say, you know, thank you all for coming. I think it even it has like things you can say when you're running your first when you're running your first game, right? Where was that? Yeah, at the first setting, right? After everyone shows up and chit-chats, sits down, ready to play. I, I mean, I'm glad it has this section. It's funny that it's on page 201. And then it has like this, like what you can say. Well, I'm not going to, you know. Okay, so you're all daring scoundrels on the haunted streets of Duskwall. Seeking your fortunes in the criminal underworld. Let's make some characters and form a crew. Here are some playbooks. There are different types of scoundrels you can play. I'll summarize them. It's funny that I thought they picked their crew first, right? Choose a crew type. I guess they 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 choose the crew should they choose the crew first or their character first or they do both kind of at the same time? We don't over explain the mechanics, but I think it's probably worth the, you know, the core mechanic, right? Which is basically, this is a D6 based dice pool game. You roll a number of D6, D6s 6 d and choose the best one. A uh, six is a success. A four or five is a success at a cost. And a one through three is a failure. Right. Really should choose the crew first as it decides to tone for everyone signing off. Kadia says character first, then crew. So obviously, there's the disagreement about which to choose first. I think I'm going to start by talking about the crew first because that gives everybody a little bit of a what kind of character do you want to play within there. So I think I'm going to try it that way. But I think, like, we could go back and forth. So we'll see. Argent Jagger says, I thought this was a little like Fate. It is a little like Fate, but it's got its own system. It's neither Apocalypse World. It's not using Powered by Apocalypse, and it's not using Fate. It's using its own mechanics. So I'll describe that section. And and I, I don't think we need to describe much more about the mechanics. The other thing is, you know, I want to say this is, game relies heavily on the players to help build the world and the situation this includes things like flashbacks where you can roll to determine if you've done something in the past and how and how well you did right but there's a heavy you know it's a you know it's an abstract game. I, I asked last week, I was like, what about maps for locations? Like if you're gonna go do a heist and you're gonna go like assassinate the corrupted noble of the of a manor, wouldn't you want a map for the manor? And most people said no, because it, the game is so fluid in the way the story goes that like rooms could shift around depending on the kinds of roles that happen. So like having anything that's too narrowed down is too inflexible for the style of game that Blades has. And I'm like, okay, we'll see how that goes, right? You know, and that's what we're going to see. Like, I'm going to try it. And we're going to see how it goes. My players, they're, they're cool. They're all at home. Like, nobody's, you know, as long as nobody's a dick, right? And nobody will be a dick. They're all my friends. You know, I don't think, like, I don't think this could be too bad a time, right? But we'll see how, we'll see how things go. And it might turn out that, like, at the end, we're like, yeah, this is too complex for us. Let's go back to d d or whatever. So much of it is dependent on, like, you know, what what happens during the game to determine things. So like, I can't come up with a map today because I don't know what heist they're gonna go on, right? But I don't know, like, but how am I supposed to come up with that heist, right? Like, how do we choose the particular heist? I don't know, That's it's weird things like that. So that's kinda, this is the elevator pitch, right? This description of Duskfall is my elevator pitch. So I don't really need that. Is there a six truths that we think would help? I think there are. I think there are six truths. So I'd be, and I'm interested from, for those of you in Twitch chat to help me fill out what are the, what are the six, the six truths? The city of Duskval sits in a wasteland, in a ghost infested wasteland. The city is protected by huge lightning towers fed by electroplasm. The most valuable substance in the world, right? That's kind of a big one. Uh, huge leviathan hunters, fleets of leviathan of uh, fleets of leviathan hunter ships sail or, or uh, travel eh, sail into the black sea, where the stars below are as bright as the stars above. There they harvest the blood of what? What are those things out there? Are they Leviathans? To refine into electroplasm. All right, cool. What other duskfall is filled with corruption and gangs? The gangs, crews. Duskfall is filled with corruption and crews who battle for their own scrap of territory and riches. That's kind of important. What other there's oh the sun. When did the cataclysm occurred, right? This is probably a bit of history that's that's useful. We think about Duskfall. There we go. So about 800 years ago, whoops, right? About 800 years ago, the cataclysm shattered the sun, right? Sending the world into eternal darkness. Hey, just like Prost Maiden, sending the world into eternal darkness, People of the Mining sentiment like most of all survivals, the, 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 those who survived swear fealty to the immortal emperor in exchange for magical protection. Can I grab this text? I'll edit this text here. Oh, that didn't work. I guess I can't copy the text. That's a bummer. The survivors swore fealty. To the immortal emperor for his magical protection against the, what? Against the legions of vengeful spirits and horrors unleashed on the world. Okay. Any other, those, those those are four. I'll leave some extra. So I don't have villains. I don't have character options. I don't have patrons or factions. We will have safety tools, right? So for safety tools, we are going to do two. We have lines And we will fill this out with my players when we do this. So what lines do I have? No violence towards children. No player initiated torture. I don't want to sit there while we discuss the grim details of pulling out fingernails. What other things as a play? Like I'm, I'm a DM, I'm one of the players, I get to choose some lines that I have. Obviously no sexual assault or non-consensual physical sexual contact any other veils probably torture and slavery will be veiled any other veils i don't know and then we have drugs and alcohol i think are okay they're they're fine with me you know, big question of what well, the other players and the verbal X card. Let's pause for a minute, right? These are my that that's my verbal X card at any point during the game. Anybody can say, Let's pause for a minute. We break character. That's that's you know, a keyword that we all break character to discuss what's going on in game. It doesn't have to be uh, a big thing, it can we can use this at any time to break character and make sure we're all all okay with what's going on i think that is fine campaign inspiration so there is some good i don't you know i don't know how much homework to give people but like gangs of new york i think is great heat is great what else kind of grabs the world the the uncharted not uncharted is it uncharted Peaky Blinders. The departed. Ooh. That's a good one. Dishonored. Bloodborne. Leverage. <laughs> People are all about Peaky Blinders. That's probably good. So, okay, cool. I think we've got, you know, and so I'm gonna share this page with my players, right? They can they can see this page and we'll we'll talk through it. So let's, okay, you know what I need to do? I need to pick some factions, right? Because the guide, the book told me to, right? The book said, the good book, somewhere on that page, whose page number I already forgot. I should really keep track. I'm glad this book's thin so it doesn't blow up my browser when I move it around. Yeah, for those of you, by the way, who are in chat, who have played Blades, if you have thoughts about how best, like, where are the tricky bits, right? Where where are the tricky bits that are particularly not in the book, or like you really want to pay attention to it? And like, I'm I'm good, like the GM principles and the and GM best practices and stuff. We'll we'll we'll, we'll review these real quick, but I I'm I think I'm pretty good with that stuff. That that all fit my general DMing style already, so I'm not too worried about it. I don't think. So to so review the factions, right? So two two thirty eight, and of course I took the thing away, so. I don't know what page number I'm at 242 only did a one shot heard you have to play a series because of the between job pieces yeah you don't have to worry about that I am I'm I'm doing more than a one shot though so I might do some of that stuff and that's the downtime activities and stuff like that 238 I read a lot about dusk dusk and there was a good list these are all the neighborhoods there's a lot of stuff here Ooh, it did start freezing a lot of details like I'm not reading all this so I, I I pick Crow's Foot like I read Crow's Foot, you know, and what I can do is, poop, and copy to save to clipboard, and we will blades, blades database. Oh, I can get rid of these guys right. Delete, delete, delete. I think that the Notion notebook will be really good during gameplay on this because as we're creating NPCs and locations, I can be dropping them in and just creating new cards for them while it's going on. I think that I think that that will work. I think that that will work well. What was I looking at? Oh, factions. Right. One thing is like I I feel like a lot of the description, particularly the initial scenario, lost some of the fantastic connections of the city. Like I'm particularly interested in like. The the Leviathan hunters and the ghost, the, the electro towers, the lightning towers, keeping the ghosts at bay. The fact that there's no sun, the fantastic elements are what grabs me more than like, Hey, let's go raid a noble's manor. So the faction, wow. Look at all these factions. Oh, the hive, the unseen, the circle of flame, Lord Sirlock. The Silver Nails, the Bill Hooks, the Crows, the Dimmer Sisters, the Gray Cloaks, the Grinders, the Lampbacks, the Red Sashes. I think I might go with the ones that they suggest because I don't want to read a thousand factions. Look at this. There's, there's two pages of factions. The Crows, an old gang with new leadership known for running illegal games of chance and extortion rackets. Oh, who are the Red Sashes? The Red Sashes, originally the Irvine School of Swordsmanship expanded to criminal endeavors. Is there any other group that that really grabs me? People like the Dimmer Sisters. Those, those are, so their recommendation is that you, you pick like three factions and you have like two that are in direct competition with one another. And then a third that is trying to capitalize off of the others. But I think for ease today, what page was that on? Factions are on page 283. So we'll go to factions and we'll get that. But I think for ease, we're going to go with the factions that it recommends. I, I should really remember what page number the uh, getting started is. The engagement role is a, an interesting thing that essentially like they come up with a plan, but I, I, uh, like parts of this just feel like I'm going to fall apart, right? Like I'm going to try this and I'm going to be like, I don't know how to do this. So like they're coming up with a plan, but a plan to do what? Because like I haven't even thought of a place for them to do it. <laughs> Like I'm going to have to make it up as we go. And like, I'm going to make up entire locations. I I feel like I'm going to get lost very, very quickly. Right. I feel like there are going to be like, I'm going to be making up the details as we go. And normally I have like a look, like, you know, I think of a manner, I have a manner ready. I'm going to go back to the table of contents again. So that's where like, I just don't know how this thing is going to play out. Right. Like, it's really it really scares me. So let's go to starting the game. Okay, prepare with the touchstones. Yeah, I'm good on that. So the starting at page two hundred four. Okay, oh that's right here. So really this chapter. Remember page two hundred. But let's 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 review the GM the GM principles here, right? Let's 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 go into this like how to play. And just do a skim, you know, a skim a skim read. You don't need the details. I don't know how a game is anything not details, right? Like I've got to, I got to have something for them to do. So running the game, you've run other role-playing games. You might find running this game a bit different, mainly the distribution of authority of the game and the way the players have a lot of say over the, what rules are applied. Okay, cool. GM goals. Find a play out what happens. Yep. Convey the fictional world. Honestly. Yeah. Bring dusk world to life. Sure. Achieve your goals using GM actions guided by your GM principles. Okay. GM actions. Okay. Ask questions. All right. Ask establishing questions. Set the stage for actions. Who's leading the group? Is everyone rushing into fight with RC or is someone hanging back? Yeah, I do that, right? Provocative questions. What kind of person does he think you are you are now? Are you just like, okay. Ask leading questions, all right? Ask trivial questions when the mood strikes you if you're curious. Where do you usually go for dinner? Yeah, okay. Ask the players for help when you're uncertain or stuck. I don't know. Should this be desperate or risky? What's a good devil's bargain here? All right, cool. Right. And that's part of it. So this is this is something like you know the game's principles, right? The the GM and player are really all players together, much more so than like in D and D, I think. Provide opportunities, follow the lead. Yeah, I get that. Goal of you know, guided by goals and principles, right? They're, they're they're really reinforcing the goals and principles between scores of pieces, gather information to set up their next operation. If the players don't have their own idea for the job, this is a perfect chance for to look for a new opportunity. Ask them if they like to perform a group action to discover something. Discover what? Do they command people to consort? Do they study? Do they hunt? All right target. When you present when you present an opportunity, it should include the components necessary for the players to understand how they might mount a score. It might not be ideal, but it should actually be an opportunity, not a vague or indistinct note. Opportunity because a a target. Okay. A location. All right. A situation. All right. An obvious vector for a plan. How do you get there? Okay, right. This is all good, because this is I mean, you know. I, I'm not. It's no surprise. This is a heist-based game, and these are the things that I generally talk about when I talk about heists, right? What's the mark? What's the place? What's going on at the place, right? That that all makes sense. But I will, yeah. And and you know, I, the hard part is like when I think of a location, like I can't imagine running a location without a map, right? Because the map is a solid thing. And I have heard that some people do run Dusk Blades in the Dusk with a map, so that's going to be interesting. Applying connected factions, but like I don't even have ideas for locations at all, right? And I feel like I should have some. I feel like I should, you know, this is a great idea of like what are a list of like, you know, twenty interesting locations. And maybe they have it. Let's see in the, in the Blades in the Dark sheet. We have character creation. This is the playbook, by the way. Playbook is available to everybody. You can go, you can go find this on the, find this on the net and and download it, and which is really cool, right? And These are all the playbooks for the characters. You know, we got items. We've got vice purveyors. All right, crew creation, create a crew, choose a reputation, establish hunting ground, crew upgrades. So now we got assassins, bravos, cult, hawkers, shadows, and smugglers. Okay, cool. I don't know what this thing is about. I I never I didn't read this part of like how do you, you know, how do you build your how do you build your 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 thing here. You have your factions. That's cool. Duskfall, we have landmarks. That's fine. There's the city map. Shattered Island. Rules references. We have a GM reference here. Does this have uh, Duskfall notables? So we do have like a list of locations here. It's Pretty small, frankly. Then we got those weird things. weird. weird streets buildings so here's here's locations right here's things that we can kind of i can kind of roll on this the idea that i'm rolling on this while we're playing is a little weird people generator that's cool and then we got the neighborhoods right and that's the book oh so i was looking at the principles okay target location situation i'm good with that and i guess the idea is like typically i would do this sort of prep during before the game and now i'll be doing it during the game and we'll see how that goes you know, it might be fine. And I get to kind of collaborate with them. Like, oh, what do you think of this building is like? Or where do you think it's going? It just feels like locations in particular are things that I think are, are, are you know, need need a little bit of, you know, need a little bit of prep. And, and we don't, you know, I don't feel like I'm ready without it. You know, I don't feel like I'm ready ready for it yet let's see connected factions and what they want we've got still got i think we're going to go with the, the three factions see the crew chapter for table and crew type barebone starters that you can flesh out with details of your own the other avenue for getting the game going let's see you're offering the players the opportunity for action sure it follows from the ongoing fiction of Duskwall as established in your game but the heart of the opportunities is game is a gameplay mechanic the players have showed up to play Blades in the Dark, which means they want to do exciting and interesting crimes. It's like they're at the arcade and they've dropped a quarter into the job to light up the screen and, with a new stage and get the game going. You're providing enough to keep the game from stalling, enough so that Blades in the Dark can happen at the game table tonight. If the PCs are flush with available coin and rep to spend and downtime to burn, they can dig up all sorts of juicy information to position themselves strongly for this opportunity and go with it, a better engagement role at least. If they don't have the resources to spend, well, things are tougher." but that's the nature of the scoundrel's life. And at least there's some still something fun to do. We can shrug the ill fortune of our characters. Another avenue for getting the game going is to follow the player's lead. This is just like providing an opportunity. But in this case, you listen to the opportunity presented by the players rather than the blah, 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 blah. Okay. Cut to the action. I'm aware of that. Telegraph trouble before it strikes. Cool. Follow through. Most of this is like keeping, you know, keep the DM screen down so they can see what's going on. Initiate action with NPC, tell them consequences, take a clock, offer a devil's bargain, think off screen. Principles, be a fan of the players. Yep. Let everything flow from fiction. Yep. Paint the world with a haunted brush. Okay. Surround them with industrial sprawl. Sure. Address the characters, address the players, consider the risk. Yep. Hold on lightly. Okay. Good with all those. Best practices, earn the trust of the group. Okay. Yep. Lead an interesting conversation be curious. Yes. Create an atmosphere of inquiry at the table. Yep. Play to find out what happens. Help the players use the game system to pursue the goals of the characters. Don't let them flounder. Don't block. It's not your job to say you can't do that. Keep the meta channel open. Be a curious explorer of the game and play. Advocate for interests and capabilities of the NPCs. Play goal forward. Pull the group about what goal they're pursuing. Cut to the action. Beware of potential fiction versus established fiction. Potential fiction is everything in your head that you haven't put into play yet. It's a cloud of possible things. Zoom in and out. All right. Bring elements of the game to its life. Yep. Put it on a card. Yep. Oh, one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to use Albert Rodeo for dice rolling. And also I'm going to have like a board and basically we can all drop notes on the board while we play. I think that that will, I think that will work. I think that that will work well. Bad habits. This is important. Don't call for a specific action roll. Yeah. Yeah. The player, instead of the DM saying, or the GM saying, roll for, you know, roll perception check. You instead say, well, this is the thing that, you know, here's the situation, which you're going to go. And the player says, well, I'm going to roll this roll, right? And you might say, and that's when you use the two gauges, which is, oh God, I know the answer to this. There's two levels. Um, how difficult something is and how much of an impact it's going to have and and you don't want to have a highly difficult thing with a very low impact right oh. position and effect thank you position right how how much of an advantage or you know how hard is this thing to do how much trouble is it going to cause you if you fail at this right and effect is how big a deal is this going to be if you succeed right it's kind of the two It's like having two angles on a DC. Don't make the PCs look incompetent. Don't call for specific action roles. Don't overcomplicate things, all right? Don't let planning get out of hand. Some players will wanna plan an operation forever, yeah. Right, And we say, time to go. Don't hold back on what they earn. Don't say no. That's an interesting one. Don't roll twice for the same thing. Don't get caught up in the minutia. Yeah, so those are all good principles for factions i think we're gonna go i think we're you know i think we're right like five minutes left to actually prep this game Ah, create the characters and the crew introduce the characters the starting situation after this characters and crew are introduced throw the pcs a starting situation start the game in earnest warren crow's foot situation the following pages follows this format as an example so two factions directly at odds Third faction is poised to benefit. Opening scene: establish the location at one of the faction's headquarters. What is it like? What's the mood and disposition of the faction's gang? Warren Crow's Foot, Rorick. And I'm going to go with this because they've got it here. And why wouldn't I? You yeah, know, I paid for it. I might as well use what they've got. Rorick, the ward boss who ran criminal operations in Crow's Foot, has been killed. People say it was the second command, Lisa, who did it. She is now in control of Rorick's impressive gang of cutthroats, who call themselves the Crows. Okay. With Rorik dead, the lampbacks and the Red Sashes have once again exploded an open war on the streets with their old feud. So I think for our for our little notes here, we are going to have uh, we're going to have the Blades Database. We'll have the lampbacks. Give them a faction tag. We have the Red Sashes, and they're a faction. And we have the Crows, right? So I created some fun three faction pages that I can use. Cramped offices of Bazo Baz. Looking at me, it sounds like I'm a Star Wars guy. So what's the score? Ah, oh, here they are. The war treasury. One of the faction leaders offers you a job. Steal the war treasury of their rival. It's only 12 coin. You can keep four for your payment. Treasury located is a secret, but the faction leader can tell you where it is. Artifact. I like the artifact one, a strange artifact somewhere in the layer of their rival. It's kind of interesting that the entire starting situation is basically on one page. So the thing that I'm stuck on, the thing that I'm having a hard time with, cause I can like whip up NPCs pretty easily and I can do all that. And the thing that I get stuck with and the thing that's making me most nervous now is, is having locations, right? Interesting, interesting places that, that, that breathe life to this cool world and kind of show that off and i'm i think like that needs more time than i can just whip up at a game right and and an example you know what i might do is i might go to i have the duskfall as a location right and i might say you know 10 locations in duskfall and these are general these are general locations so like one would be like an electro Electroplasm Refinery, right? Derelict Leviathan Hunter. What else? The a, a Sanitarium, right? I think that'd be really cool. A abandoned prison would be really neat. Some of these ideas I'm stealing from you know from games that I play, right? And I'm I've just played Demon Souls, and Demon Souls has a great big prison place. Right. And I really, I really dug that. What about a floating? I think, I don't know. Do they have like floating ships in here? I wonder like floating noble villa, a floating nobles villa. How about a collapsed skyscraper? It's not really a skyscraper, a collapsed residential tower. What other, what other locations A failed lightning, lightning tower. Right, a lightning tower that broke down. Landmarks are listed in neighborhoods. Yeah. So there's a lot of different places in various neighborhoods and that's, that's, that can probably grab onto you know, I should, I should probably grab onto a few of those, but there's something about kind of just thinking about them myself. And then I can sort of drop them in as we go, you know, I don't know. It helps. I think it helps me get my brain in the right, in the right place. Ghost Hunter Training Ground. What about like, you know, an abandoned ab- abandoned church, right? An abandoned cathedral, right? Unhallowed. I like that. That's freaky. Occult stuff is always kind of fun. What else? I've got two more locations and then I'll feel like I've got some thoughts. Other things that sort of really capture the nature of this game. Is there other nobles villas the hive you know the hive is sort of like the the where the the dregs of society can kind of find Ooh, one thing that i, I always think is really cool is the 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 black cistern i think that that would be cool that's like a giant ancient cistern 800 year old cistern where waters from the the black the black ocean are flowing in and you can peer into the you know you can peer into the star sign and a lot of people done it and their brains cracked. So I don't know. I think this kind of stuff, this kind of exercise helps me, this kind of exercise just helps me get my head in the right place and maybe feel a little bit comfortable, even if I'm totally not ready. Just knowing that I can like think up some locations on the spot and doing it a little bit quicker when I'm doing my prep than during the game. And like, I, you know, I'm not going to fill out tons of stuff. Right like I don't have to have maps or or fill out every single piece of this but now I've got these like 10 cool places that might come up right locations for me there's a reason why locations are one of the 8 steps and it's because they're harder to come up with than a lot of other things in my in my opinion like in my in my experience right it's harder to come up with really interesting non-stereotypical locations that have fantastic elements than it is to than it is to be able to just come up with that on the fly well I think that's it right I think I got my session zero notes uh, I think I've got my checklist of how I'm gonna go about it with my players and I think we're gonna you know we're gonna give it a try I'm gonna use that I'm gonna use the the the, the thing from the crows right and see how it, how it goes and uh, you know I'm a little freaked out I mean you know and I'm like, ah, but I'm, this is going to be weird, right? And worst case, like my players and I, we have a, a chat and we laugh and we, we have some good times. They go, man, eh, I don't know. So I don't like the, 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 the risk is low. The risk is low. And the, the potential is really high. Right, so yeah, so that could be really good. So I want to thank everybody for coming today. Thank you for hanging out to me, hanging out with me while I, while I prepare for my game. If you liked this show, you can help me out by subscribing to the Sly Flourish newsletter, supporting me directly on Patreon, picking up any of my books, or subscribing to my videos on YouTube. Thank you all very much. Have a great day. See you guys next week, and get out there and play an RPG.